Hi, this is Regaline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me podcast. My guest today is Kellen Fluki Gur. <laughs> Kellen Fluki Gur is an executive, keynote speaker, performer, and a catalyst. Coming through decades of depression, addictions, life threatening illness, and a near death experience, Kellen has become the ultimate catalyst to help motivated people melt barriers, move mountains, and mobilize superpowers to achieve their true desires. Welcome to the show, Kellen. Well, thank you. And I'm just posting our link on my page so you can be there too. All right. So we should be perhaps joined by whoever's looking at my page. Today. I love it. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. You're welcome. It's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? Well, I was born in San Francisco, so I'm native California, land of the fruits and nuts. Uh, and we used to say that little growing up and now uh, I'm not even sure it's safe to say that anymore, but I said it anyway. Uh, I was raised in the Bay Area, <clears throat> lived there till I was about 17, went away to school. I uh, never really came back to that area. Um, I've had you know decades of experience in working in the energy industry. About 12 years ago, I started being a coach. So there's lots of drama in between, but I'm not sure how much detail to to give right now. So that's the short version. I spent a lot of years in electricity and energy uh, companies. And my, my the most interesting thing is what I do now as a coach. I've also owned a recording studio for 30 years. I've got a dozen albums, 13 books, been in groups that charted number one on Billboard and owned a martial arts studio, taught piano. I mean, you know, and on and on, like I've lived a long time and had about three or four lives worth of stuff. So yippee, I think. I love it. Now tell us more about your coaching company and the programs that you offer. Well, <clears throat> coaching is something everybody's talking about. There's a million life coaches, there are a dime a dozen, and I'm not saying anything good or bad about anybody's particular method or approach. I'm really focused on one thing and I don't, create a niche, like some people are a dating coach or a relationship coach or a money coach or a fear coach or a success coach. The, the thing that I focus on more than anything is people who want to end addiction to mediocrity. Not I'm not talking about substances or anything, although sometimes that's involved. But people that want to end addiction to mediocrity, that are tired of the stories, that are tired of excuses, of blaming, of whatever it is, and they're really ready to take control of their own life, recognize and manifest their own gifts and talents, and then add good to the world. And they're ready to do the work required to make that happen. So that's the way I talk about it. I, I am I'm the ultimate catalyst for personal transformation for those that are really ready to take that take that leap. Very powerful. Now, Kellen, you wrote 13 books and you also wrote Meeting God at the Door. Tell us more about that book. Well, you know, I didn't ever plan on writing a book. Uh, my first books were about meditation and I'll get to the one you mentioned in just a minute because meditation played a, such a powerful role in kind of keeping me alive during the decades of depression. 
I, the depression, I suffered MDD for like 40 years, undiagnosed, untreated, never talked to anybody, you know, didn't think you were supposed to. That was all secret, be quiet, don't tell anybody kind of stuff. And so I just sort of lived with the ups and downs of that, which included making a lot of money, burning it down, going through relationships and being unhealthy myself, attracting unhealthy people in my life and all the stuff that goes with that till I was in my mid fifties, which was about 10 years ago. Uh, that precipitated a giant change. I had a divine intervention at that time, which took place as kind of as an out of body experience where it was just time to quit the drugs and quit all that stuff. I walked away from a lot of really lucrative contracts and all of the high level positions and said, I got to do something else. So then I decided to be a coach. So that was the sort of the stage. And for that, <clears throat> that was in 19 or 2008. And so for the last 12 years, that's what I've been doing is working on that. Two years ago, two and a half years ago in the summer of 2018, um, Joy, my wife and I had never been on a cruise before. Don't know why. Certainly could have afforded it. It wasn't ever an issue of that because in the positions I had, although I was a wreck behind the scenes, I made a lot of money and had a high profile and all that nonsense. So I we decided to go on a cruise. We did. Came home from that cruise and I got very, very sick the last day and astronomical fever and, you know, got home 17 hour flight from Amsterdam to not 17 14 hour flight from Amsterdam to Edmonton, Alberta, which is where we live. Uh, got home, didn't go see the doctor, didn't do anything because I don't know, I just didn't do that. By the time Friday got around, I'd been very sick for five days. I went to a walk in clinic, which they have here in Canada, and they wouldn't let me in. Uh, the lady running it took one look at the door and said, You're not, you can't come in here. Go to Go to the hospital, go to ER right now. We can't help you here. So I don't know what it was that made her say that, but something was terrifying. So she got rid of me instantly. So we drove to the emergency room and they, it's funny because you go to ER and your typical thing is you wait, I don't know, anywhere between one and five hours, depending on how many people are there to get your turn. And immediately in 10 minutes, I was in a room. 10 minutes later, the doctors came to look at me to see what was going on. So obviously it was apparent that I was in, in um, dying, essentially. So uh, a couple of hours after I got in the hospital, they had found a room for me, cleared out some stuff. They put me, and then so the doctor came in and asked me a question you never want to get asked, right? So I'm in there, and he walked in, and he said, so at a minimum, you have pneumonia in both lungs. He said, but something way worse is going on. We don't know what it is yet but you're definitely going to get admitted. We're probably going to put you in intensive care. And then he said, do we have permission to intubate you and do anything necessary to preserve your life? And I said, what? Uh, okay. I mean, like that was the first thing. I mean, they said to me like, dude, you're dying. Can we do whatever we need to, to try to keep your life? About two hours later, I was in a coma. So I crashed code, you know, blue, green, whatever. Crash card, they took me to intensive care. They put me in biological isolation because they didn't know what I had. So I was, you know, people were treating me in hazmat suits and the whole nine yards. I was in a coma for about two and a half weeks. 
for the first several days, they didn't know what I had. So <clears throat> before I tell you about the experience meeting God at the door, dying, essentially, they found out later what I had, and I'm doing this in the context of the coronavirus that we're doing now. Coronavirus mortality rates are about two and a half percent. So that means two and a half people out of 100 die from coronavirus, uh, which is not good. Anybody dying is not good. The mortality rate of the particular infection, which was necrotizing MRSA that I had in both lungs, the mortality rate of that disease over 10 days was 100%. So about 40 times deadlier than what we have today. If you're not in the hospital, if you're in the hospital, it was only 60%. Anyway, so during the first three days, while they didn't know what I had and they were pumping me full of antibiotics, I actually died and had three conversations with God at the door between life and eternity. So I didn't know. I wrote the book about that from both perspectives. So I wrote it from my perspective, describing the conversations that I had with God. And then I also wrote it from the perspective of what was going on in the room, the ICU, not because I knew, but because my wife was there the whole time, so she told me. So I wrote the story about what happened to me, and then I wrote the story about what was going on outside in the same book in different sections. So that's what happened. Uh, how much more detail? I don't want to just keep talking. How much more detail would you like about the conversations? I love it. No, that is very inspiring. Now, you wrote, again, 13 books. What inspired you to write those other books, aside from the near-death experiences and depression? So the near-death experiences spawned four, meeting God with the door at the door, and then three follow-up, two of which are written. One's called the Book of Context, which describes how we limit ourselves according to our beliefs. One is called Walking Without Fear, and then there's a fourth one that'll be coming out next year. In addition to that, I wrote a book called Tightrope of Depression, my journey from darkness, despair, and death to light, love, and life, which is a story, my own story. That has turned into a trilogy, although I never intended that. Volume two is finished. It'll be out later this month, December. Uh, and then volume three will be sometime toward the end of next year. I have four or five more books planned. So what made me write books? It's the same thing that makes me coach. I live and breathe for one reason only. I know that sounds funny, but I really do. I get up every day thinking, who can I help discover their own divinity and making a commitment to live and add good to the world, like to live serving others with your divine gifts? We all kind of know we have them. We all kind of know that's true. I declare it, I say it, and those that are interested in discovering and manifesting those and figuring out how to literally live your life day to day, that's who I work with. And the books I wrote and the courses I've created, and I own a recording studio, the albums, I've done two albums that are accompany those two books, Tightrope, and the second one's Down from the Gallows, which will be out this month. All of that's only aimed at that one thing. Like, how can I help people wake up, figure out who they are, and then be that powerful person as they live day to day. I love it. Now tell us more about some of the projects that you're currently working on. So I have um, four courses that I'm working on, all of which I've taught before in my coaching groups, and I finally decided to turn them into courses. One is called How to Create Time, 
because one of the biggest complaints entrepreneurs and business owners have is I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. And that's nonsense. You can create all the time you want. So I have a course on how to create time. There's another course on the story arc. Now the story arc, uh, over the years, I've learned how to speak. I've been a public speaker. I've written books and created seminars and all that stuff. And what I discovered is that there's a process to effectively creating a powerful story. So I've used that with lots of clients, helping them write books, helping them create courses that they sell or coaching programs they use. And what I discovered is, you know, it's time I should write down this process. So I wrote the book, The Story Arc which is how I do that. Now I've, I'm creating a course to go with the book. So that's the course on the story arc. The third one is called is a course on meditation, which is how to learn and how to use meditation in your own life to activate the true power that you have. The fourth one is one called the results equation, which is a distillation of what I use during my 30 years of corporate success to create big results. So the results equation is five steps to creating any result you like, and I conduct 90-day classes. So those are the first four courses that I'm working on. Uh, they're literally in process. Later today, I'll be shooting videos for the, the story arc. The videos for the time course are already done. And over the next three or four weeks, those four courses will get We'll get finished and then they'll be on the website and I have 12 courses that I'm, I've outlined and they'll be done over the next few months. I just kind of decided I should do that to help with the very same objective that I talked about to start with. Amazing. Now, Kellen, what is your greatest achievement in your life? Figuring out who I was, who I am. Amen. Very powerful. All the money, all the position. I mean, I've testified before Congress. I had a contract with the Queen of England. I'm in the world stage in terms of the positions that I held in business. Blah, 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 blah. That's all <laughs> stuff that we do. It's not who we are. The greatest achievement is figuring out who I am, which is why I'm so passionate about helping others figure out who they are and then living into that truth. Amen. I love it. Now tell us more about what gives you happiness in your life. My wife, whose name is Joy, is my highest joy. With her, she is my business partner and wife. She came to me as part of the divine intervention 13 and a half years ago when I everything changed. I mean, it, it's hard to understand. I was living a life of high flying positions, money and everything else, but behind the scenes, a disaster. And yeah, stuff happened. And over the period of two weeks, I walked away from millions of dollars in contracts. I got uh, Joy and I connected. We made a commitment to get married, which we filled two weeks later. And all that happened in the space of like two weeks. So yeah, it's kind of a radical shift of direction that all happened at once. And it was literally the divine saying, okay, you've been running your life for a long time and you suck. So can we do this different now? And that's kind of how that happened. Absolutely amazing. Now, Kellen, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? <clears throat> 
One, recognize that you do have a purpose. There's all kinds of reasons why we think we don't. There's all kinds of hard hardships or difficulties that get in the way. And so then it makes us doubt. And like, I don't, I don't, oh, maybe not me, maybe somebody else. So ignore that. Part one is you do. You're a divine being and you came here with gifts and talents and a mission, period. No matter what, hold on to that truth. Part two, take responsibility because nobody's coming. Despite the fact to do it for you, despite the fact that all that all happened to me, the out-of-body experience and my wife coming to me, you know, she had to agree. She didn't even know me. Okay, she had to agree, which she did, and then we've had to build something. So nobody built it for us. We had to figure out what we were going to do and then do it. So take responsibility is number two. Don't anybody take away from you the knowledge that you are who you are. Number two, take responsibility. And number three, don't quit because the world's full of people who gave up. Don't be one of those because otherwise you'll just be another one who quit. Part way done. Amen. Very powerful. Kellen, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. I appreciate you. Now, where can the audience find you? My website is my name. Just make sure you spell it right. <laughs> www.kellenflukiger.com. It's right there. Uh, Facebook. I post a lot of stuff on Facebook about coaching. I have a YouTube channel called Ultimate Life Formula. Uh, I have a podcast that's about the same thing. It's called Your Ultimate Life. So it's slightly different. Podcast is Your Ultimate Life and YouTube is Ultimate Life Formula for different <laughs> reasons that don't matter here. But, uh, you know, that's how people can get a hold of me. Friend me on Facebook, send me a message. Love to chat. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Kellen at KellenFlukiger.com. <laughs> and Kellen, again, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day. All right. Thank you.